Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today's title of the episode is Let Your Soul Lead. Okay, so I've said it before that your mind serves your heart. Okay, remember, this is change your thinking, change your life. So if we're talking about thinking in your brain and your mind, we have to understand how does that relate to the rest of you? Your mind serves your heart. But what does that mean? I've had several people reach out in the last couple weeks asking, can you explain that a little bit more? And as I like to do on the podcast, if I if I get those questions from people, I absolutely will do an episode on it. So thank you so much for those of you who have who have been asking. Okay. So your system, okay, I say that a lot too. Your system, your soul, your mind, your heart, your body, all parts of you. Okay? Because you are not your body, okay? You happen to have a body, but your whole system um, is who you are, okay? As we grow and develop, um, different parts of our system kind of take a leading role. Think about it this way. Uh, When you first come to Earth, you know, you're, you're a baby, you're an infant, your body is taking on the, the leading role in the, the drama of your life, right? You don't have conscious awareness yet. You don't have the ability to make choices. You are, um, you know, uh, operating in reflex also, um, very much about physical sensations. So you have needs related to that. As you grow, um, the next part of you that kind of takes, uh, the leading role is, building relationships, right? So having a a bonding and attachment, understanding uh, relationships with your primary caregivers, usually around 10 months, there's the stranger danger. Um, It's just a a recognition that there are certain people that are, I know are safe for sure in my life and others I'm not sure of yet. Okay. So loving relations, uh, ships come in, um, so we, we really don't have a conscious awareness until around the age of seven or eight, okay? Up until then, it's very much focused still in that reflexive, uh, I take my cues from my early caregivers. If they say something is good, that's great. If it's, they say it's bad, I'm going to avoid that. Whatever it is, okay? So our relationships are very important. And then around the age of seven or eight, as we are developing um, this sense of our peer group, so the peers become uh, important, not quite more important than your caregivers get. That happens later in life, but the peer group becomes very important. And it's at the same time that you're, you're raising this conscious awareness, okay? So you've got several things happening. So you've got the uh, first seven years of conditioning. So this is what's good. This is what's bad in the world. You've got peer groups who are coming in um, to challenge and or support that. And you've got this awakening in your consciousness, your mind, your ego is kind of coming to the front saying, hmm, uh, you know, what is right? What is wrong? Okay. And your personality, of course, is coming in to kind of filter all of that. Now, as you go throughout life, depending on who you are and what experiences you have and what programs have been downloaded into you, your mind and your ego may take the the starring role for a grand majority of your life, especially those of you who are overthinkers, overanalyzers, 
you know who you are, um, you, you tend to be in that place a lot, right? Let me solve this problem with my thinking. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I, believe me, you know, one of, one of the big goals, major goals of this podcast is to, to get people to think, right? So I have no problem with thinking. However, at some sort of point in your life, you have to realize that thinking is only going to get you so far because you're running things through your thinking system and it has to go through several filters. So again, the filter of your conditioning, which is not always helpful, um, the filter of who you've been hanging around with in your lifetime, which again, may or may not be helpful. Um, the filter of, you know, how are you doing in your mental faculties? Okay. What have you experienced in life? What do you have an awareness of? And many of us don't even realize that we lack awareness because we haven't had experiences to show us different options. Right. And then you even have this filter of your physical system. So if you are in a low if you're experiencing stress or dis-ease, your brain, your physical brain cannot be creative and solve problems. So you see, there's a, there's a, a problem. There's an issue with this thinking system sometimes. And so when I so, say that your mind serves your heart, what I'm really talking about is when are you going to let your soul, and again, remember, I'm not here to teach you about faith or religion or anything like that, but when are you going to let your soul, your higher self, this, this sense of a being that's higher and more powerful than you, step forward and say, hey, I have something to add to this conversation. So consider it your intuition, your gut feeling, that there's some sort of knowingness that you connect with that even your own logical, conscious thinking mind can't make sense of it, but you just know. You know that you know that you know you're supposed to do this thing. Okay? So as we grow, we give power to each one of these parts of us. Okay? It's a natural progression. We don't even really think about it. That's just how it goes. Okay? But at some point, our mind and our ego really tries to take the power away from the other parts. Okay? This is where we have great struggles in our life. So uh, where people make things way more complex than they need to be. Life really is truly very simple, okay? It really is very simple. That is for probably a whole nother episode. But if you are trying to make your life or other people's lives more complex from the way that you're, you're living and being, that's a good sign that your mind and your ego is trying to take over. Okay. Um, people who are constantly searching for control, same thing. Control comes from the mind and the ego. When you are connected to your soul and your purpose and your intuition, you understand you are not in control of anything and also everything. It's a kind of a paradox. So you realize that you don't have to force, manipulate, and control situations and circumstances or people to get what you want. You have to turn that control almost onto yourself, but in a loving way. Uh, realizing that, like, for example, when I get up in the morning and I do my study, that is my time, right? That is my time to get myself right, to remember who I am, uh, to come back to a place of, of um, restoration and balance 
so that I can go the rest of my day in a place of service. Now, what am I going to do that day for service? Largely, that's out of my control. If I show up, uh, you know, we're, we're getting ready to jump into a season of a lot of keynote presentations and trainings. So if I show up to that keynote, uh, sure, I've got a plan. <laughs> I mean, that would be silly not to, right? I use my mental faculties to come up with a plan, create the PowerPoint, you know, do all my things, right? And there's also this notion of I have no idea who's going to be in the room and what these people are going to need. And so I allow my mind to control the situation in, in whatever way I can. And then I kind of release it and I say, let's go have some fun. Let's serve some people, see what happens. So then I allow my soul, my heart, my gut, my intuition to come in and I might say something or do something or completely change the activities that I'm going to do with a group of people because my higher self is saying, ah, you, you thought you were going to do this, but really you're going to do this. Or maybe I go into a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. I, I never have an idea about what, what people are going to talk about. Quite frankly, half the time they don't even have an idea, right? So I can't control that situation, right? Now, I can do everything I can in my own power to be present and prepared. And the rest of it, I'm going to take cues from my soul. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Also, those who are constantly kind of searching for stability, some sort of groundedness, right? Um, if I just say this, do this, have this kind of job, I'll, I'll be, I'll be grounded, right? Or, or those who are constantly moving and working and never resting, right? That's also a sign that you're, you're focusing more on your mind and ego versus your soul. Okay. So when the mind tries to control things, we get struggle and strife. That's what I want you to understand. If you are experiencing struggle and strife, most likely your mind and ego are stepping to the forefront. Okay. Nothing wrong or bad about that. Just know it, right? Your soul, your higher self is really, um, when you're connected to that, it gives you a sense of spaciousness. Okay. So not, you know, uh, working all the time, but you have space in your schedule. You have space in your, your heart. You have space in your physical, um, environment. You have space in a sense of peace and presence with other people, right? There's an, a sense of innocence and perfection, um, filled with kindness and love. Okay. So really we want to remember who we are, which is a great meditative practice. And, and if you want, you can go into our search engine, which of course is in the link in the description for the episode and just type in meditation. There's a ton of meditations that you are, are out there that will help you uh, remember who you are as that, that spiritual soul being um, so that you can come back to life in, in a sense of simplicity, right? So releasing anything that might be complex in your world, just, just simplifying it. Uh, you can come back to that place of stability. So what is always true, right? I, I like that when I feel like I am in a place of, of not only complexity, but no peace, I want to remind myself what is always true. Nature is a good, good reminder because listen, nature is always true. Listen, the sun is always going to come up now might be covered in clouds, right? But the sun is always going to come up. The seasons are always going to happen. Might not know on what day or how that's going to present itself, but it's always true. 
okay? And then you can also have this place of surrender, right? So realizing that you don't know things, right? This insatiable need to control comes from this sense of you don't know anything. And when you can accept that you don't know anything and step into that and say, you know what? You're right. I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, I am curious. I am open and I am willing. I will definitely have a plan for this presentation and I wonder what will happen. Let me tell you, there's a great sense of peace in that. But you have to be connected to your soul, your gut, your intuition in order to um, not get freaked out by that, right? And then even coming back to a place of stillness, right? Finding your peace. And yes, even in blank, right? Um, I, I've been experiencing all kinds of crazy and chaos in, in my, my life. And I, I know for sure it is a direct um, correlation to the internal work that I've been doing. It's coming out in the external. Uh, and there's a lot of people in my life who are getting freaked out about that because I'm, I'm changing into a new person. Uh, and as I'm doing that, um, you know, it's, it's affecting them. And so it's causing some chaos and drama. And amongst all of that, I have a great sense of peace. Okay. So once you realize that your mind is going into this place of, of control, come back to simple, stable, surrender, and stillness, and then ask yourself, okay, because it's not just changing your thinking and making sure that you're connecting to your heart, but what simple, simple, simple action step can you take? So for example, if I feel like I'm having this stress over this presentation, okay, find my piece and now ask, and now what? Ah, yes, I can go work on that PowerPoint. Okay, see what I'm saying? So I'm not saying just sit and think about things all, all day and not do anything. But if you're going to do something, make sure that it's, it's coming from your heart and soul connection and using your, your mind as a servant to get that done, as opposed to freaking yourself out with your mind and then hoping for the best. Okay, so let your soul lead your heart and mind and then step into service of other people. I promise you, life is going to be completely different if you do that, okay? So that is what it means uh, for your mind to serve your heart. Um, go check that out, sit with it, see what comes up for you. Um, go through those action steps, and if you need any help, please reach out and let me know, okay? Also in the description is the link for our upcoming Working with Angel Energy course. Uh, we still got a lot of time. We do not start the course until November 23rd. So uh, if it's, you know, if you want to start budgeting some money for it, it's $100 a month for three months. Uh, it's going to be a transformative experience. I guarantee your life will change after these three months. So if you want to join us, uh, check out the link for all the information. Let me know what questions you might have, okay? Okay. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.